Hey, Marys, uh, before we get into this week's episode, we realized at the end of recording that the audio is not great. It's kind of a throwback to the early All Right, Mary days. It's still listen to a bull. Uh, it's just not the NPR quality we're trying to bring you each week. Uh, so we appreciate you being understanding and empathetic, as you Marys always are. And next week, we are going to be showroom ready. It's a great platform to educate people who don't understand the difference between gender and sex and to understand that there's other options and differences between people. We're understanding other people's lives in ways that is deeper and understanding their ways of creativity and who they are. And it's just not just about them being in an underground culture, but bringing it to light. It's, it's even more than that. It's like, you know, if for the LGBT world, it's like you open one more door for them to just express themselves a little bit more and understand themselves a little bit more. Actually, the first time I saw a drag queen, I was really scared because they're really tall, they're really like all about confidence. So for me, as like a soft-spoken, self-hating Asian, I was like, oh, what the f is this? But then usually after learning about it more, I was like, these people actually empowering women. Seeing what femininity is and making it strong, for me, it's really great because in society, lots of us view femininity as a weakness, whether it's in gay culture as well, you know how like people bottom shame, like, oh, you're a bottom. In all aspects of that, I do feel like we're empowering the female sex and also empowering ourselves. It's good, right? It's great, right? I mean, that's just kind of where I am. Uh, we are starting our uh, recaps of Drag Race Thailand, and we thought we'd bring you this clip of the week. It's an interview with Pam Pam and Aria. Um, talking about uh, Drag Race in Thailand and what Drag Race is doing for audiences there and really all around the world. Yeah, I mean, this this clip of the week, that, there's nothing specific about it for Thailand. It's kind of, I think what's great about it is it's really highlighting like, oh yeah, drag kind of does the similar things for everybody. You know, like it, it does this kind of like awakening and this empowering thing across party lines. Right. <clears throat> and one of the uh, one of the things that we learned earlier in this interview from Aria is that uh, drag race is uh, educating um, the Thai people only in the sense that drag isn't just ladyboy. It's not about just gender. That there is this performance. There is this art. There is yeah. there's this craft that's going on. That it's not just trans it's not just cross-dressing it that, that that there is another aspect to this yeah i had just assumed before kind of doing the season or any research whatsoever uh before doing the season because of the kind of ladyboy culture because of the uh transgender um culture or prevalence uh in thailand i had just kind of assumed drag was just on that bus and was going the same direction and it had been there just as long and so it was surprising to hear that not only it wasn't surprising to hear to hear that people didn't really know the distinction because people still have that problem here. Right. It was just surprising that drag itself as an art form hadn't also taken off to the same level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, RuPaul's Drag Race was one of the catalysts of that, uh, and not just there, right, all around the world. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, so I'm 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 excited. Uh, I do love Pan Pan. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> I know it's reductive. Pan Pan isn't necessarily the Michelle massage of Drag Race Thailand. <laughs> no. Like, in a way, like, 
It's like Boulay Brothers for yeah. me. Like it's there. There's two of them. Yeah, I guess I just love that role of the like the sidekick in a way. Sure. Or the, like, and here to help me is right. You know, and and not to sort of jump the boom boom gun, but as amazing as art looks on the runway. Pan Pan gets the privilege of showing up as a cup of soup. Oh noodles, my god, you know? soup noodles. So yes. I feel like that's something that the like that the the sidekick gets to do. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, if there was anybody that I think takes on Michelle Visage's kind of personality or persona uh, at the Junji table, it's Auntie too. Yeah, and he's. I've only now. I should say this up front. I still don't know who won this season. Oh, yeah, I don't know who won either. Oh, I thought you knew. No, I don't know who won. Oh, oh. I think I forgot. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know. I've only seen, I think, the first three episodes so far. Okay. So I don't know how often Auntie 2 is on. I've seen the first five. Does he come back at all? Yes. Okay. He felt like someone in that, in this first episode. I felt like, oh. There's a Ross Matthews. Yeah, yeah right. to come back. Right. You seem to be invested in this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, that's kind of... I'm going to find out who wins before we do the full season, but... Okay. Mary's... No spoilers yet. No spoilers yet. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Yeah. Um, I will say that based on this episode, I will. I surely have thoughts mm-hmm. on who should win. Yeah. And yeah. who I'm rooting for. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm ex- excited to talk about, like, who you're into right now. There's kind of, like, ones where I'm like, oh, well, you're going far, you know? There's right. kind of those... There's those. Uh, there's the Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Totally. You, and you can you can see the riffraff too. I oh, mean, yeah. it's interesting how um, any reality show knows how to edit storylines, and mm-hmm. we, as just people that have watched this type of reality show, we can kind of see. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter that you know it's a different culture that that like a reality shows reality show. Sure. The tropes kind of translate though. And again, this is only a few episodes in, but it's interesting what the stakes are on Drag Race Thailand in terms of the things they get upset about or the issues that get brought up. Okay. You know, I think, not that they won't get there, but we're obviously knee-deep, neck-deep, really, in season 10 right now, and it has just been a a golden corral of issues, you know, covering everything. And then we come over here to Drag Race Thailand, and we have a situation where they're like, well, we know you just did one little mini challenge, so you're probably exhausted. So come get some rest. <laughs> That's right. And I'm like, this is the great British bake off bullshit that I'm looking yeah, for in my track nice. race. Yeah, you know? Nice. So yeah. I um it's it's kind of I think as as recappers, it's a nice like breath of like, oh yeah. As Pan Pan says at the end of this episode, have fun. Remember right. this is fun. Right. It's a drag show. And that's definitely like the spirit of kind of going to Drag Race Thailand. How I'm recapping it and kind of thinking about it is just how it captures that element of fun. Yeah. And and maybe how that reflects back on Drag Race. Right. And how much fun are we having in Drag Race? Well, and I think about season one, we just, we recap season one, and there, there is that design spirit. It's very much about design. And all of a sudden, these other issues, like, oh, these are queer people issues came out of the show. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, this is, this is lightning in a bottle. This is fantastic. This yeah. is important. And I think, and I wonder if that's going to happen in Drag Race Thailand or if just the existence of it, uh, because I know that all of these queens have said in interviews in one way or another that is a, it is just the reason they want to be on the show and the reason they think it's important to be on the show is so that they can be seen as artists. Yeah. And that so that they can move themselves 
into a different space, that yeah. it's not just this kind of like clown act, but that it's an art clown act. Yeah, well, and, and it's uh, I think the, it's kind of great that, that Drag Race Thailand from season one is starting where Drag Race arrived at many seasons later of this is as much, if not more, a platform than it is a competition. Right, right, you right, know? right. Um, yeah. But I guess it makes sense because it's informed. Yeah. Like it, it knew going in. Yeah. It's not like the first season of Drag Race where we're like, well, we're all going to go in this basement and turn on the camera and oh my God. put on some Vaseline yeah, all yeah. day. Right. They're like, no, we know. They kind of know. Probably a big deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah. certainly for Thailand, uh, while Drag Race had a similar effect in the U.S. of kind of reopening a door and an awakening of drag in the United States um, and certainly abroad, but certainly here as well, um, I think we had a longer history of it. So it's cool to see what this will do in Thailand, where mm. it's a younger history. Yeah, well, in terms of drag, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that uh, one of the contestants, I don't know if you know this, uh, Mini Minaj mm-hmm. uh, is trans. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, she, de- she definitely doesn't mention it on the show. No. Um, but was there any trans members in season one? Of, of Drag Race, Drag Race, um, were there any trans... At the time. Um, I'm just kind of running through the list. I don't believe so. I don't think anyone's transitioned since as well. But I don't know that. And, of course, there's so many who right. are non-binary. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so chances are. Yeah. So, anyway, another kind of... Another platform, mm-hmm. right? Well, and I, the, the article you sent me kind of about how, you know, about Drag Race Thailand and its kind of correlation with drag culture and queer culture in Thailand, there was that quote from Mini Minaj saying, like, well, I'd love to see next season where they're allowing transgender girls with breasts. Right. Because why should we be deciding who can and can't do drag? Yeah. And so as well, that's also really exciting for the first season of Drag Race Thailand. This is the point of view they're starting with. Yeah, right. They're like, oh, well, you know, this should be allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Dragula is um, similar. I think there's been a lot of talk around... Having drag kings. Okay. And I'm right. like, oh, come on, yes. season three. Bring That's exactly what you need to have is yeah. a couple of drag queens, yeah. drag kings on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's cool as much as we think, oh, I'd love to see Drag Race do this or do that. It's like, you just create your own platform. To yeah. Do that. yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. what's happening. You don't need Drag Race. No. Right. Uh, as much as we think we do, mm-hmm. uh, we actually can create a different right thing and we'll just recap that so it's fine podcasters <laughs> right. we'll be yeah, we're fine yeah. uh, it's the little beady world that you know RuPaul yeah, has created yeah. so speaking of which why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to um, well there of course I wish I I wish I learned how to say alright Mary in Thai but that would only end up by being terribly offensive so this is just another episode of alright Mary hi yeah. um, <laughs> that would be a genuine Thai uh, hello uh, which is of course our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race the world of Drag Race and the paradigm that RuPaul has created for this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I am Colin. And we are not continuing our recap of season 10 this week because it is not on. We don't know why. Uh, so instead, we figured we would take this week off to give you a little sneak peek of what we're doing after season 10, which is, of course, Drag Race Thailand. Yes. So, I mean... Hi, nahi. Yeah, mabu hai to that. I mean, it's pussy face. Mm, well, thank you. <laughs> um, now I know my mom keeps calling me on the phone. Um, so, she's leaving these awful messages. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I look at this... Because we, I think I saw this in the subreddit, that this week that we didn't have Drag Race was the first week in 2018 that we didn't have a new week of Drag Race. Right. So, frankly, (sighs) exactly. (laughs) I'm like, 
Summer vacation is here. This is like a three-day weekend before summer vacation. Yeah. And we are just going to relax by the pool with some Drag Race Thailand. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Loving it. You know, I did, uh, I know that we wanted to do kind of like a, a Meet the Queens episode, but I feel like episode one with this season is a Meet the Queens. I mean, yeah. we are kind of, we're, the, the challenge is about who they are, and then we're just kind of meeting them. We They do a Baptism by Fire mini challenge like yeah. they did in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just meeting this cast. And there's only 10 of them, yeah. which I think is super manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, oh man, I, most of them I love. Most of them I love. I think I do too. I, I like all of their energy and their spirit. I like their enthusiasm to be here and to yeah. do this yeah. and of course having seen a few episodes the level of creativity right i mean it's just you know it it is in no way mary's if you have not watched drag race thailand this is not going to be like oh well you know it's kind of a low rent version even this first episode there are looks done in this runway that we have never seen yeah on drag race yeah like i mean the level of the, the the maxi challenge is a three-in-one look yeah some of these are just Fucking incredible. Yeah. And so... Some of them aren't, but some, some of them, them aren't. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of like, well, I, I struggle with one and one. Right, so right, right, right. And not, a, not every Snatch Game character is a winner, right? right? We know this. Yeah, so it's fine. But I, um, the vibe of it is interesting. Sure. And so, um, yeah, I, I feel like going into this, we kind of talked about this before we started, that like, there's a good chance future episodes we might do like two in one episode. Yeah, right. Just because it's like, we're probably... You know, it's hard to kind of, like, go in on issues when they don't really go in on issues on the show. Yeah. Um, maybe as the season goes on. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We don't know. Uh, so we'll plan accordingly. There you go, Mary. Uh, well, let's jump in. Yeah. Um, we have the first one is Dearest Doll. Dearest Doll, a 30-year-old shrimp farmer. Yes. I mean, right away, I was like, <laughs> oh, we're a new show. Yeah, new we don't, show. We don't have shrimp farmers right. on regular U.S. drag race. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, shrimp farmer, it could be a euphemism for something else sure. in the U.S. May, yeah, yeah. And maybe <laughs> Dearest Doll is trolling us all. That's and right. I just don't get the reference. Uh, but, yes, yeah, she's very fish. She's very... Very, uh, very blonde, very cute, very mm-hmm. sassy. It's hard to not go to that place of wanting to compare them right. to drag race queens, but it sometimes it helps as a point of reference. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and I'm not going to just compare them to other, like, Asian drag race queens, but I will say that Dearest Doll has that, like, that Manila thing. Oh, I was going to say Kimora Black. And oh. I'm, I'm just realizing now that that's also racial. But uh, there was this, um, just with, like, the... I thought of her in that, like, little sailor mm-hmm. outfit, and, yeah, that's just kind of where I went. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sexy, sexy, big yeah. tits, you know? I'm thinking about her in the confessionals with that laugh. Like, oh. I think, like, um, Manila was such a, she, like, she always mugged for the camera. She was always doing a bit. She was a, she was a good talking head. Yeah. I'm getting... I love her talking heads. Yeah. yeah. I love her big glasses. I yeah. think she's super fun. Um, I think, yeah, I think she's fun. She's someone I'm like, okay, stick around. Yeah. Yeah. She'll stick around. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, because she was first, I think we can also say like, all right, she's first in the room. She won't be the Nicole Page Brooks yeah. of the room because she was first, That's but... Right. You know, yeah. some legends just are short stories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. Speaking of stories that are not short and I hope go on long into this season, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the workroom. Natalia Pliakam! Natalia Pliakam. Oh, no, I, I, I just like hearing Natalia Pliakam. <laughs> I love that riff. I know it's Natalia. I, 
I feel like I've heard Natalia. Oh, I heard Natalia. Well, I think she's going to just have to, like, you, deal with it. You, you call her what you okay, want, yeah. Mary. Uh, she is... She's, <laughs> she's like a... She's an, a, an adult. She's an but adult. A, but a bitchy adult. Like a jaded kind of, like... Yeah. Uh, entertaining Bianca Del Rio, maybe? I don't know if she's ever going to be nice. I don't know if she's ever going to be nice. And she's... She's... Bitchy in this kind of like very haughty. She's rich, yeah. You know, rich, yeah, rich Chinese white woman. woman. Yeah, Chinese coffin business, yeah. rich. Yeah, she owns a girl. Everybody coffin. dies, Mary. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not a bad idea, right? You got, you know, you can guarantee business. Yeah, um, I mean, she reminded me of uh, like. Did you ever see that show Smash on a- on ABC? No, I mean, I know because Nick and Amanda talk about. Oh, it. okay, Debbie so Messing's in it. Yeah. Debbie Messing. Yeah. Uh, it's Deborah. Um, no, this is, um, she's very kind of the smash version of Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yes. Uh, I know what you're When about. she walks in this workroom. Like mm-hmm. a thicker, the the real Marilyn Monroe who is thick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is Norma Jean. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Norma Jean, play a yeah. <laughs> Norma Jean, play a cum. Norma Jean, play a Please welcome to the stage, Norma Jean, play a cum. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, she's going to be a lot. She's going to be extra. Oh, she is going to be so much extra. You're going to want to get, like, a storage space. Oh, and her, play a cum. and her runway, if, if only it was... Actually, three looks. Oh, she probably could have won. I know. You know, I don't want to jump the gun, but on the runway, she was giving me divine at a wedding. Yes. Right? I see that. And I was like, oh. But less messy than divine, even. But like, towards the end, because she was looking pretty tired towards the end, I think she was really stressed that she may have to lip sync. So you see, like, (laughs) the the clips, like, right after the lip sync, and they're all just standing there looking like, what the Flock. Yeah. Um, she just looks like messy, divine at a wedding. She took her shoes off to dance. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my god, she's hitting on all the waiters. They're just trying to close up the dessert buffet. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> she's just slipping eclairs in her purse. Oh, I love I, her. I we'll, love this we'll, we'll watch her. She's yeah. she definitely gives good talking head. Yeah. Um, then there's Mini Minaj. Hi. I love that. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it doesn't last very long. It obviously. doesn't. No, no. It's not like a, a good luck charm. But that laugh of hers. Uh, yeah, she's certainly an interesting one. Um, an she interesting was, character. When when the first, when the season first got announced and, you know, the Queens got announced, for some reason that was the name that jumped out to me as like, oh, she's the one. Really? Know? And I don't know why. Oh, it's not. I, I heard uh, Anna Mae Wong. I was like, oh, she's the one. Oh, well, we'll get to her. But yeah, I I had expected Nikki was going to be, you know, like a like a Gia Gunn. Oh. She was going to stick around for a while. Okay. She was going to give us some TV. Yeah. I didn't know she was going to be a Kelly Bantle. Oh, yeah. She, um... <laughs> Woo! I'm going to put these back on. <laughs> uh, yeah, she comes in uh, and followed by another one of my favorite, which is Amadiba. Amadiva, yes. oh my god, yeah, she is. She's the like this. She's this Raja energy, right? Mm-hmm. She's very uh, kind of wacky, weird glasses. She's the antenna on her head. I just I saw kind of fashion. It's interesting that in the Talking Heads and in that article in that interview, said me she she talks about like not having a good fashion sense, right? I so I've seen a couple episodes and I've seen a running theme, and again, Mary's. You might be like, hey, yes, you're seeing it, or you're totally off, but there's this running theme of Amadiva thinking she's failing, and she's fucking up, and she's not going to figure this out, and you think she's going to be a disaster, and then she kills she it. She kills it. She kills it. And yeah. I'm like, okay. 
Yeah. That makes for good TV. She's that bad. She's that character. Yeah. She's and, Jinx Monsoon. You know, and when we talk about, because we talked about this, what, a couple weeks ago, of like, you know, what if the stakes of the show were not about all these other interpersonal conflicts, but about the stakes of the competition. Right. And the drama of creating a look and all that stuff, that kind of Project Runway level drama. And I feel like Amadeva brings that with the like, oh man, this look is just, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I get caught up in like, oh man, what is she going to come out with? Right, right. And that makes for good TV. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fine for that to keep happening, though at a certain point, it gets to like, all right, I don't know right, how to do this. All right, Mary. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah. Um, my favorite of the season comes out next. As this little drum majorette. If little, your cat was a drag queen. Oh my god, if my cat was drag queen, be Ella. Be Ella. Yeah, just love her with mm. the comedy. Um, I thought Mimi Minaj's comment was really funny too. Her boobs are so closed, close to her armpits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I just like that be Ella because each of them, you know, they have a little intro, little name tag at the bottom. Right. So she's listed as a makeup artist and a Facebook page admin. <laughs> like, girl, what a way to make a living. You know? Yeah, nine to five. Tell me more about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, I'm excited for her because uh, I think that she is just going to be a, a, a barrel of laughs. Uh, she is Drag Race Thailand's Elephant Queen. Yes. So Ella. Yeah, yeah well, that's right. where it comes from. Yeah, that's right. I think she does mention Ella Fitzgerald in a later episode, uh-huh. <clears throat> though she looks like Etta James. Oh, yeah. You know she does mean? look like it. Yeah, yeah, the dyed hair. Yeah, uh, Pachara. Uh, Petra. Well, uh, Petra. I think they pronounce it Pachara. The version I Petra. heard. Petra. Well, I mean, I think that it's fair that we might mispronounce the name, and that we're gonna get better at it. Right, and I'm not gonna like affect an accent to get there because that's yellowface. I think Petra is how I heard it always. Oh. It, it's it's spelled Petra, but I heard Petra. Mm-hmm. Well, I hear what I want to hear. In any event, it's fine. We'll cover it. We'll figure it out next episode. She is a beauty queen. Um, I just thought her outfit was a little... I just thought she's giving you a lady. That's really all. I mean, Petra, I think she goes home in a couple episodes. Maybe okay. not. Maybe. I have a very hard time telling Petra and Bunny Bee Fly apart. Oh, so very different. Well, I not this episode. I was... I, the, all my notes were like, well, you know, Petra did this. And I was like, oh. That was funny. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of like, if I can't, it's not necessarily a Cracker Aquarius situation, um, but if I can't tell a queen apart, it probably means I'm not excited by her yet. Right. I feel like um, from what I remember, Petra doesn't uh, doesn't do much to shake or to ruffle. Mm-hmm. So she kind of skates for a little while. Uh, she like Ivy Winters. But... Yes, exactly, All right. exactly. All right. um, my second favorite queen is next, and it's Jaja. Mm. Um, another kind of she. I know she said she was inspired by, by the comedy queens, by Jinx Monsoon, mm-hmm. by Raja, Bendel Cram, um, Bianca Del Rio, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I mean she's got the blue hair. She's got the weird like mouth guard thing yeah. going on, um, and oh man, Amadiva read her and said she is, well. She doesn't have to be gorgeous. Right. Right, right, right. It's a comedy <laughs> queen, yeah. Um, no, Jaja, if you close your eyes, Rebecca Glasscock. Really? Yeah. You. Oh, she sounds like Same Rebecca? voice. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. I don't believe mm-hmm. it. 
I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you grab my push, you grab my snatch, you yeah. grab my tits. They have the same raspy <laughs> voice. It's so similar. Um, yeah, so Jaja is the only non-Thai contestant. She's originally from the Philippines, moved back to Bangkok two years ago. She's also the only one who does English, uh, who speaks English and does English interviews. Right. Um, so there was that part of me was like, oh, am I, am I liking Jaja more just because it's easier for me to like, connect with her story oh that makes sense you know what I mean yeah but her drive super interesting oh my god yeah, yeah. no I think she's fun yeah um, I don't know you come in with blue hair I'm like who are you the mouth thing I yeah mean, the mouth thing was cool yeah, yeah. well it's interesting because I feel like Jaja is doing drag that you kind of expect season 9 season 10 of Drag Race okay but would probably weird the girls out in the earlier seasons Cause I, so I guess, like, I'm so used to seeing looks like that yeah. that when she came out, I was like, oh, what's weird about this? Right, I right. Pearl right. had, like, Pearl a had the beard. riding crop or, or like, yeah. a, some sort of thing in her mouth or maybe Violet did once. You know what I mean? It's just, like, not, again, not comparing. Yeah. But um, I didn't think she looked like what? It wasn't crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Morrison is next. Morrigan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Morrison. Sorry. <laughs> Thai <laughs> drag queen Morrison. <laughs> More a daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, Morgan. Um, <laughs> Mor- Morgan McMichaels. Um, yeah. You know, the thing that it's I... It's not her first time. No, no, first time. I <laughs> it's actually, it's not her... It's, it's her first time. It's, it's her first time on the... First time on the... She is young. She this is, is a baby. The, she's like the youngest drag race contestant yeah, this ever. Is, this is a child. She's, she's a, a child. child. Yeah. This is a baby. Uh, she, she... A very sweet child. Um, her... Eye makeup reminded me of Gem the Holograms. I mean, it was like a bad Lady Gaga, right? Yeah, it I was don't... a poker face look. Oh, that was that what it was? I think so. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't... I, I thought her wig was kind of... I was just like, girl, you are 18. Yeah. <laughs> God, get a grip, girl. Ooh, yeah. Who's your mama? And she just looked... I mean, when she came in, I feel like nobody knew she came in. Right. Like, she was like... Oh, and I was like, "Oh, Morgan, oh Morris, I've been there." I feel like people, Trigger <laughs> like, Morgan. Like... <laughs> Sorry, it was my autocorrect, Mary. <laughs> um, no, I feel like Morgan came in, and the the queen. No, they did kind of celebrate her because she kind of came in rocking like uh... like Morgan. No, I feel like Morgan walked in. She was like, "Oh, hey guys." And then, like, they were all kind of... You could kind of hear them kikiing over in the corner off screen. Okay. And then one of the producers was like, Hey, hey. Hey, she came in. She came in. Yeah. Can look at her. You, you. Over there. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I... Uh, we'll see how far she goes. Uh, actually, I already know how I far she too. goes. Yeah. Um, which is not. Which is not. <laughs> which is further than I expected. Yeah, but still not far. Sure. Uh, uh, not close. To say not but far. That in, the second, <laughs> in the second episode, doesn't she like miss the mini challenge because she has like diarrhea? Oh my god! Yeah, don't yes. Oh, Colin, you poor thing. Send her home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send them both home. Yeah, send, send them all home. Send them all home. Send them all home. Yeah. Uh, my my third favorite, uh, if not my favorite favorite, the mm. one that I think. Uh, should win, if not did win. I think I'm remembering who is in the top four, top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just, anyway, no spoilers, uh, but I think she might win, um, is Annie Mae Wong. She's the one that when she walked in and the way they all talked about I her. I mean, she walks in and I'm like, oh, this is drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, she's like Aquaria. She's, well, she's 30, but she's been doing it since she was 16. Yeah, right, right. So she's kind of, 
Not young, but she's seasoned beyond a 30-year-old. I mean, not for nothing. Not only did I think she was a woman, but I also thought she was the host. Like, when oh, she walked out, I was yeah. like, oh, another host. Right, right. This is like <laughs> when, uh, when Lady Gaga was on. Yeah, was that's what I bit. thought. Yeah. I was like, oh, they got, like, a really, really famous drag queen right. to come right. And they all think, oh, shit. And she's like, just kidding. I'm here to judge you. <laughs> that's what I thought. She was, I mean, she's yeah. brown cow stunning. Yeah, she really, I mean, she's one I'm very excited to watch. I will, Obviously, just from this first episode. Yeah. Oh, this, oh, my God, that yeah. runway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really? she, she's she's the kind of queen, and really this whole season is, but in particular her because the runways have been so cool. She's the one I'm like, oh man, what is she going to do with this? Yeah, because you know it's going to be something extra. Yeah, you know? and I wonder if she's going to bring the reality part of the competition too, because she she did warn, don't cross her line. Um, which I, I hope that there oh, is yeah. a sense of uh, competitiveness. I did uh, take a note on this, uh, which I might mention later, but that there is this really campy sense of competition that isn't mean-spirited. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yes, like, Aquaria, you're supposed to be mad when the the two girls stay and right. you're not in the top five, you're in the top six. Like you are supposed to be mad. Yeah. And yeah, you're you're gonna be angry about it. Like, oh fuck you, why are you still here? Like mm-hmm. that's and and it's we accept it as comedy. Well it's interesting and maybe because like, the version I watched was through Wow Presents Plus. And I have to say, as the quote unquote official version of, of Drag Race Thailand for the rest of us, the translation is terrible. So okay. my translation could be... I watch it on Daily Motion. Yeah, the ones on there are pretty good. Um, I, I guess they're all kind of, you know, varying levels. Like, there's that one that the Twitter... The guy posted on Twitter, um, which marries if you need... if you need. By the way, I should have said this earlier on. If you've missed it and you need to see Drag Race Thailand and you don't have a way to do it, just email us at alreadymarypodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll hook you up. But uh, anyway, the version I saw... There's a lot of times where they've mentioned bitchiness mm. being important. You know, bringing your sass and your creativity and your bitchiness and your spice. And it's, I think that's a part of it too. Is yeah. it's, it's more expected and accepted, that kind of bitchy side of all of this. Mm. Um, and it's, it doesn't feel nasty, but I think um, it just feels more well. Do you think it means just like shade? Do you think it just means just kind of like just sparring? Like, able to do that, able to just kind of be like, yeah, sass. Yeah, I think it's just having a thick skin and throwing sass, and I think it's just, it's all, like, a certain language. It's all a certain way of communicating. It's a certain way of showing love. It's a certain certain way of showing that you're paying attention. Yeah. Um, but it's just, that you're making a TV show. Yeah, but it's interesting that bitchiness kind of gets, like, mentioned repeatedly, especially when RuPaul, not that they have to do what RuPaul does, but when he said, I don't do bitchy, I do sassy. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I wonder if that's a translation thing or mm-hmm. not. You yeah. Know? Um, the last one to walk in the workroom is Bunny B. Fly. Mm. Um, I, she's an art teacher. She's think that's an art cool. Teacher. I'm like, yeah. all right, art teacher, mm-hmm. work it out. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I it was the this lingerie thing that she had on it was just kind of like badly fitted. She was a little messy. She had this blue lipstick. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the reference of what she was wearing. It's it's very militaristic, but like. Lingerie. Yeah, I can't even remember it now, which I because the note I have is Bunny Bee Fly, twenty five, art teacher. Oh, so okay. It probably says a lot. Uh, art teacher. Art wow. Teacher. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Bunny Bee Fly, uh, Bunny Bee 
Yeah, funny <laughs> bee descending. Yeah, into your final <laughs> that's destination. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because uh, I don't think she lasts long. Um, I do like that this early on that uh, Natalia or Natalia, as it may be, that they've already started calling her Big Mama. So oh, she's already, she's already the the. You know the old lady brigade of the room. Yeah, it, yeah. It was immediate. Yeah, know? I, 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 and I think that's also why I love her confessionals because she's just kind of sitting there mm-hmm. in this way of just kind of explaining it to you, America. Yeah. Did you notice that some of the confessionals they look like they're like six inches shorter than they need to yeah. be? Like, like oh, give a little like. Right. Phone why are they so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, that's true. Morgan just looks like she's she's gonna, so under. She's gonna fall right off the chair. Yeah. Whereas then uh, Natalia's sitting there and it looks like she's doing an infomercial. She's on a chaise lounge, yeah. yeah. She's like, so, um, end of life is coming. Right. <laughs> Have you considered where, you're gonna, where your remains are going to go? Yeah, yeah, your loved ones, you know, don't let them stuck with the decision. Yeah. You want some basic-ass box? <laughs> <laughs> you want a Blea Cam? <laughs> you get a coffin. <laughs> you get a coffin. <laughs> oh, God, please welcome to the stage, coffin. Coffin, Yeah. <laughs> It was a bad one. Uh, it was a bad one. No, um, unwrap your halls now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is that? Formaldehyde? Um, yeah. Please welcome to the stage. Formaldehyde. <laughs> Formaldehyde. Yeah. Giving you a timeless performance. <laughs> Ageless. 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 Oh, man. Um, all right. So the mini challenge. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, Art Arya arrived. Who I didn't do much much research on, but I guess is can, of the few huge drag queens in Thailand is one of the big names. Yes, um, and so uh, I wrote down the note because Art shows up kind of doing what RuPaul does. Of he does the video yeah. and then shows up in the suit um, with, the hat. with the hat. I took the note. It was um, <laughs> I can't be in the sun very long. Realness. <laughs> my mother. My mother always says. Yeah, I'm, I'm allergic to the sun. Right. So whenever she goes out, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's hat, a production. A yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's Marlon Brando in the Island of Dr. Moreau. Exactly. It's, it's like, what are you at this point? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like that Twilight Zone episode where her face gets reconstructed and oh, she's yeah. wrapped up the whole time. Right, right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Pink faces are normal faces. Yes, exactly. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Art comes in. Um, and you know, I took the note, uh, oh, what was this note that I had? It was, oh, nothing. Um, but I did take the kind of act one gun, which was interesting, um, to see in Drag Race Thailand that when Art mentions the money, Meanie says something about, oh, like, right. oh, I just want the money. I'm just here for the money. Yeah. Drag Race as a brand will always punish you for wanting the money. Right. Um, well, yeah. unless, who was the one that just wanted the cruise? They just want the cruise? Oh, Sharon. Yeah. Yeah, but at that point, she'd won, like, three other challenges. So it was oh, like, okay, well. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, she got a cruise. She got a cruise. I think it was, like, when I think of, like, Yada Sophia. I think when Rue was, like, so what does it mean to you to win? She's like, bitch, I'm poor. I need the money. <laughs> I know, right? And then they were like, well, well we'll show you. All right, yes. We're going to drive you to the edge of sanity and then make you lip sync. <laughs> Like a fool of you. Oh, man. Yeah. Have you been on a cruise? No, I've never. And I, it's one of those things I've never done. And I think that if I end up hating it, what am I going to do? I know. You know? Like, that's the only thing. Like, I don't think I want to go on one. I, the only cruise I really want is a Lito cruise, if you know what I mean. Do you know who Lito Cruise is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, no, that is, um, <laughs> it's a big ship. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the only thing yeah. I want to be sunk by. Yeah. That anchor goes down. Yeah. Girl. I'll walk that plank. Yeah. <laughs> You're docked, Mary. <laughs> I just I don't want to be stuck out in the ocean on a ship that I don't want to be on. Yeah. So Lito Cruz, that's the only one. That's, yeah, that's my protocol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. yeah, I get I get seasick, and I know cruise ships. You're not supposed to feel it very much. But what if you do? Yeah, what if you do? I mean, th- there's pools on the top of these things. I guess my my big worry is like, what if I fall off? Like you are literally falling mm-hmm. fifty feet, and people are like, oh no, there's lots of. You know, there's gates, and I'm just like, I, I no. no. No, I saw Titanic. <laughs> I know what happens. I, I would never go anywhere closer than 10 feet to the edge of No, I yeah. know, yeah. I know. So it would never happen. I just, I don't get it. I'd probably stay indoors the entire time. I, I would be so scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm I all, hear about these gay cruises. So that was what I wanted to add. Would you do a gay cruise? Uh, Celia Cruz. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something. Kind of soup. Yeah. I would just say a cruise. Um, no, I um, a gay cruise. No, I don't think I'd do a gay cruise. Only because I, unless I was with like four friends that I was also having sex with. Yeah, I mean, I think that you can find lots of sex because there's a there's a documentary that just came out uh, last year, this year. I don't remember what it's called. Like, uh, I don't I boat. Trip, but that's an old, like, terrible homophobic <laughs> Boat movie. Trip. <laughs> but look up like gay cruise documentary, like 2017. Um, it was really good. I totally recommend it. Uh, it's a lot of parties and a lot of dancing and a lot yeah, of costumes. Yeah, I would be so exhausted. It, it looks really exhausting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's it, it, it's like speed dating for a week on an ocean. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's yeah, and it's like you know you're gonna be drinking the whole time. <clears throat> the whole time you're gonna be eating garbage the whole time. Yeah, no. Which I'm just like. Okay, well, make that work, you know? Yeah, like, what if I get, like, constipated? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to enjoy myself. Is that going to throw off your whole gay cruise experience? I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yes. You no. have to eat when you're drinking. You have to. Otherwise, I'm just going to be sick and seasick, and it's going to be awful. Yeah. Um, or you're just on, like, a broth and psyllium diet for a week. Yeah. And it's like, mm. No, not again. I'm not spending this much money to not eat for a week. Right, right. But you got to make that trade off. You know, it's yeah. Like, so anyway. they must know when they're catering to a gay cruise yes. that they're going to have lots of, you know, leafy greens. Yeah, like they don't need to have like a chili cook-off. There's going to be, you know, sweet potatoes. Right. Sure. A sweet they're not going to have tacos. No, maybe a miso soup. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, but like I, lots of rice. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Really. Anti-diuretics. Yeah, I was going to say it's pretty much like a diarrhea diet. So my friend. Um, my friend wants to develop an app called The Bottom Diet that you, like, can just use as a reference. And you, like, type in the food that, like, you're about to eat and find out, like, on a scale of 1 to 10 right. if it's good for a bottom to eat. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to let my body do its thing. Yeah. I'm not going to stress out about it. And I'm going to stay as regular as I can. Yep. Yep. And, you know. Fish oil, I highly recommend to mm-hmm. stay regular. It's kind of like losing weight. It's really simple. It's like drink a lot of water, eat really healthy, eat a lot of fiber. Yeah. Don't drink too much. Um, 
Yeah, that it's really the basics. Yeah, yeah, because if you start stressing out too much about it, you like, know what that's gonna do? Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna ruin the whole production. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah. I'm the production. I'm the ooh eye sensation. Ooh ah uh, ah. Uh. Uh, speaking of ooh ah uh, ah, uh, we're gonna work back into Drag Race Thailand right yeah. now. Yeah. Um. Uh, thank you for going on that cruise with me. Sure, Mary. sure. Yeah. <laughs> toot, toot. I don't know why I'm taking a tugboat, but oh, Lito Cruz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Lita Cruz, if you're listening, you're welcome on All Right Mary. Oh my Anytime. God. You're welcome yeah. all over us. Yeah, you're welcome in All Right Mary, <laughs> on All Right Mary. Totally. Um, that Superman tattoo just gets me every time. Oh, I don't think I've ever noticed the Superman oh, tattoo. Oh, are you kidding me, Mary? I've had other things till I got distracted. <laughs> You know, it's like there were so many other things. Oh, God. Oh, our, our poor Marys that don't know anything about it. Um, yeah. So, mini challenge. Uh, it's just like season one, mm -hmm. where they're kind of baptized with the, the water, and it kind of, like, make, r runs havoc on their drag. And I just love them. I love Pan Pan screaming, Open your eyes! <laughs> like, Pan Pan, whether he's, like, defending something of them or praising them, the way he screams at them is so great. Yeah. Fashion! Fashion! Fashion, fashion. Yeah, I love our every every time. Fashion, fashion, fashion. Yes, it's fashion. Just repeating. Yes, like, fashion, fashion. Yeah, like eventually that'll click. Um, I I loved Annie Mae Wong when she her eyelash came off. She's like, yeah, once my eyelash came off, I'm like, bye. Right, right. Yeah, it's over. Um, <laughs> I was really impressed. Amadeva kept her eyes open. Oh yeah, that's not easy. No, that was yeah, that, that yeah. was impressive. No, because like, sure. who has not pretended they were in America's Next Top Model photo shoot in the shower? Yes. Could I do this? Could I handle this water? No. I mean, I can do that. Oh, yeah. I um, I don't know. Maybe in the moment I could do it, but I would just be very worried that Tyra would have one photo left in her hand. Oh. Well, you know, there's a lot of rigor morris that happens on Top Model, and mm -hmm. they will, because they have 50 frames, and mm -hmm. if they want you to go home, they're going to pick your worst fucking frame, Mary. Yeah. And so many models have gone up to that judging room and are like, uh, I think I took much better photos than this. That's the one where I sneeze. And then <laughs> Tyra's like, you know what? You know, I went through all your film, and it just, you know, this was the best one. This was it. And, you know, sometimes, you know, in the real modeling world, you don't get your best frame. That's not the one they choose. And I'm like, Tyra. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I mean, I love Tyra Banks. And I will not watch Top Model without Tyra Banks. But mm -hmm. I I can call that shit from my own way. Are you yeah. kidding me? Well, how many girls do they have, or I guess contestants now, they have in one season or one cycle? Um, oh, they start with, well, some sometimes they start with, like, 22 and then break it down to 14. Oh, I hate that. They do that on Project Runway sometimes. Yeah, I don't like it when... Because I have to get to... to, to I have to bond with 22 people. Right. And then some of them I'm not going to see ever again. Right. And I got to watch, like, six people just be told, you're not special enough to be sent home individually. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I can't yeah. take that. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, I think they did that on the one of the earlier episodes of The Bachelor. They send them, they send multiple mm -hmm. girls or boys home at the same time. Yeah, like the first episode. It's yeah, like none of these are gonna work. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, uh, oh, the one thing I noticed taking us back to Thailand uh, mm -hmm. is I love noticing the sound clips that Drag Race Thailand uses. That from RuPaul. Yeah, like um, the one that they use maybe two or three times in the mini challenge is. It's 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 a RuPaul song, but it's um it's the same song they use in season six in that like beach challenge with the legs. Oh, I, oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 
it, it, it's again I remember it because I remember the legs kind of moved with the song as the song opened I remember someone's legs moving oh man you want to like look it up it's a, it's a RuPaul song and I meant to look it up but I just wrote dot 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 where are my girls at make your heels clap that's the song that's the song boom yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's it, whenever I hear like the first few, like the very beginning of the song, it's like, oh god, this again. Right. It's a party tonight. Yeah, then it's it, a great song. Oh, it's a great song. It's just like because they use it a few times and in weird places in Drag Race Thailand. Because <clears throat> I'm so used to like, I know the Drag Race sound cues and when they use them. Oh, okay. Whereas this is like, this isn't when they use this. <laughs> this um but anyway well it's probably much cheaper to just use those sound cues Mm -hmm. whenever they want because they don't have to you know what i mean like there's no other production for it they could just use this oh yeah i don't copyright it i have no issue with them using it it was just like sometimes it's like oh there's that one yeah okay um much like the u.s version of these mini challenges i feel like the top three were very subjective yeah well before they chose them i thought it was an interesting thing that b ellis said um, and he was more talking about just how they did in the mini challenge, but he said something along the lines of like, um, under all the makeup, you know, like none of them are, none of them look confident. You take all the makeup, makeup off and none of them look confident. Oh, I thought, right. well, isn't that true? Yeah. Isn't that an interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, observation in general? Yeah. And when I think about, especially Drag Race Thailand and knowing they are all kind of nervous and tense. Yeah. Um, They're all little boys. Yeah. That or it's, little people, yeah, you know, scared yeah. people. So it's like, that was an interesting, like, idea of like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. Like, they're all so freaked out right now. Right. And right. It's kind of like, like, there's many cameras pointing at them. Mm-hmm. They're, like, on the right. show. Right. Right. Doing this thing that doesn't have the built-in audience in Thailand of, like, oh, everybody knows drag, and everybody, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. there is a level of education, there's a level of risk and exposure and vulnerability. Yeah. And I, like, forgot that. I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is super fun, but it's also, like, a big deal. Yeah, it's probably <clears throat> easy for us to see it on a world stage as, like, this is awesome, mm-hmm. but f- for it to kind of emerge from, from Thailand, it's like, okay, so, like, they are going to be figures in their field. I hope so. I hope, like, you know, like they say, like, I'm big in, I'm big in Japan. I hope they're, like, huge in, Th- in uh, Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the three winners of the mini challenge, we had me, uh, Morrison. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. And, uh, <laughs> Morrison and... Uh, Van Morrison. Yeah, Van Morrison. <laughs> uh, Rigor Morrison. Rigor Morrison. We're going to call her Rigor Morrison for the season because it really is. But she lasts longer than this mini challenge. Oh, God. Or that she won this mini challenge. She didn't. Oh, yeah, she did. She She did. did. She has with uh, Petra. Yeah, Petra, Petra, et cetera, and so forth. More rigor (laughs) reacts. Forever. Oh my God, she, she it's extra. It's extra. It's extra. But you know, the, the girls are all throwing her shade for being so happy and mm-hmm. extra about it. And I'm kind of like, okay, I get all that. It's right. interesting that they kept that in. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, well, she's like a kid on TV. I, yeah, they're trying to paint her to kind of be that. I yeah, think. Yeah, and and I think she's helping with that. I think she's naturally a little. Left of center, naive. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's fun. I, yeah, I don't know if there's so much. There's like an adore quality to her in the sense that, like, oh, she's having a fun fucking time. She wants some attention right now. Yeah, but I, I don't think she's like self-aware of what she's doing. 
I don't think she's oh. crafting anything. No, I don't think so either. This is not an Aquaria. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, um, I, I think that, you know, there's this, uh, De- Dearest Doll has this talking head of, like, prepare to fail. Like, they're all kind of have talking heads of, like, throwing shade at Morgan because she won mm-hmm. this mini challenge. They're like, oh, we're going to get you. We're going to get you. Right. And it's this kind of campy, fun competitive spirit it doesn't feel nasty and maybe it will get nasty but like it doesn't feel nasty right now and yeah. i'm kind of like i like this celebratory competition yeah that it's like oh my god we're we're on this show together and i'm gonna kick your ass yeah i think that energy really carries over once they start getting their boxes assigned to them right and like the way they react to what's in the boxes yeah such a sense of oh my god what did you get right. oh my god you right know? right Man, oh morgan that bitch yeah. right right because morgan thank you so much right because the main challenge it's it's a little similar to the season six um the the one of the main challenges where they all had a, a, a tv show themed box they yes. looked out of this they have to make these. Who's the one that wanted uh, the Golden Girls? Golden Girls, Golden Girls. Give me Golden Girls. Oh, I I'm, want the Golden Girls. Maybe a door. And then she didn't. Oh, it was, it was Laganja. It was Laganja. And then she was telling a door, "I want this. Oh, I want this." Right. And then she didn't give it to her. And yeah. She was pissed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this one, uh, it's they're telling they're they're doing these three in one looks, telling some sort of like life story, mm. uh, using supplies from these boxes, which. I think you just have to incorporate it into what you brought. Yeah, you don't have to use all of it, but you got to use some of it. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really know if there was like, they were kind of all random, you know? One of them was more like a farmer theme, one was kind of like a. They were kind of random. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, I wrote down the list, and I think it's worth us recapping actually, only because they didn't say every single one. Oh, yeah, yeah, they didn't. Um, so Morgan, she took the flowers for herself, mm-hmm. um, which people read her for as like, oh, my God, that was too easy. Um, Jaja got the sarong and the patik. Mm-hmm. Uh, sarong, if I'm wrong, I'm sarong, I'm sorry. Uh, Ellen joke. <laughs> um, and then uh, Mini Minaj got the mosquito net. That was kind of like a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember Mini using the mosquito net. She did, but it was, uh, she, she basically like, Bunched it up and like kind of draped it over her shoulder. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Amadiva, it looked like she was holding chalk, but it was, I think it was bunched up like lays. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she had, um, yeah, she had some kind of like Hawaiian or, you know, yeah, it was like Hawaiian, but it was like a lay fabric. Yeah. It's yeah. weird saying Hawaiian. It's not names. Hawaiian, man. Yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> it's so like, what's Hawaiian, right? Yeah. But if it is Hawaii, is it, well, Hawaii still, it still exists even mm, in Thailand. I think it's pronounced Hawaii. Mm. <laughs> I think it's pronounced pretentious. Um, <laughs> B. Ella, uh, she got uh, the tiara and oh, then yeah. some other Thai material. Yeah, like Thai idols. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Petra. <clears throat> Petra. Petra. Uh, she got the in the uh, incense candle. Oh yeah, and she's like, what am I going to do with this? Like, oh my bucket? god, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Uh, Bunny B. Fly got the banana leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, Dearest Doll got the farmer hat, the loincloth. Right. And she um, is a farmer, so that works Yeah, there, there you go, Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Annie Mae Wong got, uh, the wicker mat, which will prove to be the best, hardest, amazing challenge. Yeah, can we talk about that? Um, and, and then Natalia Pleakam, she got the green and orange sabai and the, the green sarong. It's kind of like this, like, silk shawl-like garment. Yeah. Um, I looked it up. It said it's a shoulder cloth. 
Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. All right. these things. Yeah. Um, and then one of the girls said, well, uh, about Morgan, she said, well, since she's a whore, she might be good with flowers. And I'm like... <laughs> She's a whore. She's going to be good with flowers. Oh, I know, right? Whores are so good with flowers. That's what man. I always think. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, total horticulturist. So. Oh, there you go, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so I was going to say you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make it. <laughs> You can't make it grow. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miracle grow. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, you know, uh, just add water. It, it, it's just chia seeds. It's oh, just chia seeds, just, Mary. That's a that's a deep cut. It's just chia uh, seeds. It's an all right, Mary throwback. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so let's see. What am I going to? Oh, the next day workroom. I think I've covered all that. You know, I didn't understand the structure of the workroom. This was. Um, mm-hmm. This is weird with Drag Race Thailand because, yeah. like, I I like that Pam Pam was there with Arya and they're kind of like seemingly problem solving with the girls and mm-hmm. they're kind of on their side and helping. Yeah. Um, but like the, the, there was no story. It was just kind of like very chaotic. Yeah. I, I don't think this episode and I don't really even remember if necessarily the next few episodes, there's a lot of effort to set up a backstory on anybody. Right. They don't do the thing that the U S version does. Of, okay. Like let's now let's dive in. Right. And let's get hooked on this. Yeah. Let's see. Let's follow we'll the story. story this way. Yeah. Attach this way. It's really, I mean, I guess in some ways you think about like the first episode of like project runway is it's just like, okay, here's what we're less watching stories about the contestants and we're more watching the story of the first day of the competition. Yes, of them doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's kind of like the documentary of the of the show starts at a distance uh-huh. and then <clears throat> zooms in. Right, you know? on like the top five right. later on. Right, yeah. so there is that sense of distance right now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, the, the one note I had is that Amadiva is going to do the LGBT flag. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, know. The note I took was just kind of, and I think this is a running theme on Drag Race Thailand, but how much they seem to value the surprise factor of drag. They, you know, oh, the, they didn't show anything. Well, I mean, I think in terms of, I mean, in terms of like what the queens do on the runway, like the surprise right. factor in their looks. I think that that's a big selling point. I think on Drag Race, vulnerability is the key, right? And I feel like right now what I'm seeing on Drag Race Thailand is that the surprise factor is the key is come out here looking one way oh. and then blow us away with a yes. reveal. Right, or reveal, like reveal. Something Gags. we didn't expect or um, we think it's going to be this and it turns out to be that. I feel but like I think that I think that works out well on Drag US, but uh, do you mean like the reality show side of things where like we see queens crying in the workroom and then they're fine? No, I, I, I really just mean the competition, I think, in terms of what they value and in terms of queens who do well in the runway, the running theme from art and pan pan seem to be like how like how can you put on a show that yeah like, we want this to be great and that we goes, want there's lots of energy yeah and yeah. that our expectations can't match it from the start mm. you know i feel like that's that's what they're pushing them for is that kind of showmanship showwomanship of like of the surprise factor yeah. but i feel like they want that on drag us too i mean they want everybody to come out like courtney act yeah i guess you know it's funny to think about like season 10 in terms of runways and the surprise factor, reveals, things like that, have we gotten that many of, like, whoa? Not reveals, but, like, Aquaria has come out, and I've been like, what the fuck? Well, I think it's, like, it's what you come out with. It's kind of like when we talk about the improv challenges. It's the thing you show up with, and then what's the next thing you do? 
I think that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Is okay. like, it's not what the, the queen first shows up with. It's like when she gets to the end of the runway, what's the thing that's going to make them all scream? Okay. That's what they want. That's right. what they're... Yeah. That's yeah. What they Katya with the blood. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and I think on Drag Race Thailand, maybe because the reactions are so big when a queen does a reveal. Okay, right, right. It seems like, oh, you guys want But this. this episode, there was a reveal every single runway. Some got bigger screams than others. And I think look, knowing future episodes... Seeing the things that yes. like make a runway. Oh, off. they want this to be a production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just think that that specific thing that I, I would think. love a production on every episode of Drag Race mm-hmm. US. Like yeah. I would. I mean, I, I think that's what we all live for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I think like for example, Monique Hart's reveal. Uh, that look. The um, where the brown like, cast stunning. Um, not that one, but the one where she had the oh. face, and then she revealed the or yes, the cookie, the cookie monster, monster. Yes. into the face. I feel like that's the kind of thing. Like, yeah. Whoa! Right. That's kind of... I don't know. That they just, want that. That feels more important here than in the U.S. Okay. Version. Yeah. Yeah. I see, what you're, I see what you're saying. I still think that it's important in the U.S. Still is. Especially yeah. because now drag is becoming more of like a, 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 a bar sport. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting that if it's more important, There's. it seems like there's less runways doing it. I, 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 it's I, meme worthy. I, I know what you're talking about. You know? I also think that the that the the gags and runways are you know after Sasha Valor with the rose petals, it's like you can never take off your wig again. No, unless no. there's like elephants right. under there. Sure, sure. I think uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I I guess it's something that I'll look back on season ten and think which which runways like there were good ones. But were there any that was like, didn't see that coming, you know? I wonder, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. 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 Season yeah. 10, you know, it's interesting to think about season 10 after. It's hard to be close to Yeah, I know, yeah. right? It's yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we can talk about these judges. Uh, we have Auntie 2, who I think it's pronounced 2. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, he's, I, I love when he came on the runway and they were like, where's your drag? Why aren't mm-hmm. you in drag? He's like, my drag is in my heart. Yeah, that's I'm a good like, tote okay, bag. Yeah. Drag is in my heart. Uh, Pan Pan, obviously, hello, my beautiful. Uh, he comes out as a bowl of noodles. Yeah. Which yeah. is just fabulous. I know, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> yeah, you don better work. <laughs> 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's ramen men. Giving you ramen. Uh Hi, man. Oh god. <laughs> Not low man. Hi, man. Oh girl. Um, and then there's this uh, drag queen named Madame Maud comes oh, yeah. out. This was fabulous. This was so she, glam drag, like creative drag. She must have some kind of like corpse post dead thing to her aesthetic because there are all these jokes in the judges banter that I just oh, couldn't follow dead. yeah so she must be some like corpse bride no I think it, they were talking about the story of uh, Annie Mae Wong and how they were like oh I died after that mm-hmm. or what if she died after that it was I know, I know what you're talking about but it was later in the critiques where there were all these things about like oh there were just all these like little comments about she, maybe she's got like some Sharon. Needle she's eight hundred years old. Yeah, they're talking about how old she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so there's some story there that maybe if you know Thai drag queens, I don't think that it's that she's dead. I think it's that she's old. Yeah, there was just something there. It was like, oh, might not get my joke. Yeah, I think she's old. Yeah, old. Um, and then there's uh, Mariao, uh, yeah. the female fashion model. Yeah, wearing a Mary. firecracker dress. There she is. Um, it reminded me of. 
Veronica uh, Stunning. Did not remind me of that. It reminded me of season 10 of Project Runway, the Christopher Palou season. Okay. Cloud, whatever it is. Um, remember the really mean Russian girl? Oh, she was really mean. Whatever her name was. Oh, she was mean. And she made that, that dress covered in the white licorice. And it kept falling off on the runway. Okay, I, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, that's kind of whatever. For some reason, this reminds me of that same <laughs> shape. Okay. I don't know why I have that banked away. I can't remember her name. Like a flapper dress. It was just like the the idea of having that kind of like that texture because she had the firecrackers, but then Irina, I think her name was. I, oh, that what sounds was, right. Or I think that's the one who won season six. Are you sure it's Project Runway? Yes. I mean, uh, season 10? Yes. That was the first Project Runway season I ever saw. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, if I name some of the designers, oh, yep, mm-hmm. um, not Beatrice Guapo. I don't, I don't remember. She went home sixteenth. I think she went home. Uh, Melissa. I think you need to go up to like the middle. The oh, Elena. Elena. Oh, Elena. Yeah. She's from Kiev, Ukraine. Yeah. Oh. So she's not Russian. <laughs> okay. Well, I was in the same neighborhood. You know, it's like. Oh, this was this was the season with Gunner. Oh yeah, Gunner. Mm-hmm. Gunner, gay guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, Christopher Palou, mm-hmm. um, and then the winner that I didn't think should have won, which is Dimitri. Oh, but God. He... Fabio should have won. I loved Fabio. Fabio. I loved Fabio. Uh, uh, I... From Brooklyn. I've seen him on Scrap, yeah. <laughs> I almost messaged him. What a thing to brag about. Well, I'm not <laughs> I just saw him on Scrap. I mean, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> No, but I thought about messaging him because I, I was always, I usually liked him. I thought he had like, a oh, great vibe. But I think he's. It like, would have sounded like a line. Yeah, and I think he's like a freegan. Like, oh, so he goes into the trash can yeah. and will eat like a pie that somebody threw out. Yeah, which yeah. I, I just. I don't have any judgments. It's just hard for me to do. But it's just hard I to get it. Dates. <laughs> oh, shit, right. It's right. like, where do you want to go? Fridays? The dumpster behind Fridays? Yeah, or, well, yeah. some people call you a dumpster, Mary. Yeah. Like, come on, dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> come on in, the water's fine. <laughs> what water? <laughs> that, exactly. Because I'm a professional. That's right. That's right. You have good fiber in your That's diet. That's right. You don't rush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no runs there. Um, no, no, no. So let's talk about these looks, Mary. Let's talk about these looks. Um, Dearest Doll, she starts out as the farmer. Yeah, yeah, the sort of farm girl to singer to doll. Yes, um, and I, I, I love this. Yeah, I thought it was uh, a great way to start mm-hmm. season one runway. I was like, okay, this is a production. Yeah, and I think hers was a good example of, of maybe not like the, the best runway of the challenge, but of like getting the, she got the assignment. Yes, she so. definitely got the assignment. There were three looks, mm-hmm. and the doll thing was cool. Yeah, I no, thought I thought was, she looked great. Yeah, it was on cool brand. Mm-hmm. I kind of figured out kind of who she was. I was like, oh, okay, I get like there's this thing here. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. like an uh, uh, an arc. Yeah. Um, and the next one there wasn't. I mean, Natalia. Yeah, Natalia. Uh, come. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I just got that she had to be traditional, but despite it, she preserved her bitchiness, which is when her like dress explodes. Yeah. I just where was the third? Look? I don't think there was a third look. And I think the judges said. Like, yeah, they cocked her. I don't know if there was the second look. Was it like when her wire just like turned sideways? Was that supposed to be the third look? 
I don't know. I, I just don't. I just remember she was in a coat throwing money, and then she took her coat off, and then she had a big dress on. Yeah. And then she was divine at a wedding. Right. So right. that was the third look to me. Was hours later. <laughs> looking like divine. Yeah. I wonder why she wasn't in the bottom for not following the assignment. You know, I guess because mm-hmm. the dress was like Yeah, I mean that was pretty cool. Whoa. And to have that all like tucked in yeah. there. Oh right. No, yeah. it was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um B Ella, I mean this is very on brand for you. Oh yeah, I mean I loved that idea of coming out with like that kind of Brechtian drag, yeah, right? right? Like this like, is dress. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is so put on. But also like what a great way to tell a story of as a kid yeah. with dolls. She and, dreamt of being a woman. Yeah. yeah. And I think when you think about like your sort of drag influences as a kid, it's like the toys you play with. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, choosing the paper doll. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, she uh, she kind of had a moment. Uh, who is the queen that it took forever for her to make a reveal? Oh, Vivacious? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yes, it, from the second to the third or the first to the second? Oh, the first to the second. No, the second or the third with the silver dress. Right? Oh, it just I really took took a while, right? Yeah, well, it was like the paper doll. It was like Monet trying to get out of her dress in the workroom, trying to get out of those pants during the lip sync. That too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like even the first one, like the paper doll into the like community theater production of Medea. I don't know what that second <laughs> was, and she was like just in distress, and I was like, what is it? <laughs> Um, and then she turned into a queen yeah um you know i'm getting the vibe that biella is like just based on her energy she's i just she's someone i want in the room oh yeah i'm living for her drag yet but i love she's she's happy it's like a latrice royale yeah i don't live for her drag all the time but i love her i loved her uh run her uh work when she walked into the workroom I love that look. Hubiella? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not saying all of them. I just mean that, like, it, she's not a queen that I like because her looks are always on point. Sure. You know? Um, Amadiva, this was great uh, with mm-hmm. the theater. She came out in the curtain. Oh, my God. The second dress, it uh, it was kind of telling how she's queer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this male drag, I guess. It was like, he was like, this, like it's something about, like, noting that he's like a lady boy. And he was yeah. doing this kind of miming and... Um, which I yeah was really cool and interesting so similar to what Annie Mae Wong does right um, but then oh my god the reveal definitely the best reveal on the runway yes I mean yes so cool and that dress was so cool yeah and and Pan Pan was like you better fucking work bitch <laughs> Screaming, <laughs> screaming till he was hoarse. And I was like, that's what that deserves. Yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> and the dress itself, didn't it remind you of, and I don't know if he was pulling influence from the Miley Cyrus VMA? Oh, with the eyes. With the eyes. I yeah. see what you mean. I don't think, that, yeah. I mean, I hope Miley Cyrus isn't as much of a fashion icon there. Sure. She's and got great music. I yeah. think she's, you know, she's a great crooner, but like, well, as far was, as her fashions. And that was just another designer, you know, so I'm just, I'm not giving oh, her credit. Oh, I see what you mean. I'm okay. just saying that's where I've seen it. Yeah. But um, that's what this seemed to be a reference to. I thought this was, um, potentially could have won this week. I know the winner earned it, but this was second place. I know, I know. The winner earned it. I know, I know. I did a dumb thing. Um, yeah, the only thing I would have read Amadiva for would be her hair. It just was flat. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. Um, I think it worked with the second look. But then yes, the yes, yes. One, right. Third one, I was like, oh, I wonder what too she small. Yeah, what she could have done. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Mini Minaj comes out looking like Nicki Minaj uh, with kind of plastic Barbie. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, it just, it kind of she spins into a long flowing dress, mm-hmm. and I guess she got red because she didn't iron the fabric. Yeah, it was really wrinkly. And then the third look, I was like, girl, you're wearing a picnic table. It was a series of tablecloths. Yeah. Was essentially, because when it first started, the reveal from the first to the second was kind of cool. Yeah, I was, was like, like, ooh, Whoa, nice. that's just yeah, disappeared. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, put the first one back on. Yeah. <laughs> You know, put these back on. I'm gonna put these back on. Yeah, he's like, never mind. Y'all ready to rock? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, this was, um, by the end, it was like, oh, this is a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. 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 Uh, and then we get. Oh, Jaja. Jaja. Yeah. I. This was cool. I took the note this was um, Audrey 2 into Sandy. Yes. Oh, Audrey 2. Okay. Yeah, Audrey right? Audrey 2. Good reference. Yeah. Come on, musical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's this flower that eats insects. You know, I didn't see a third look. So Okay, so I... Was the third look, like, it becoming a skirt, and the second look was, it like, a shrug? The second one was the shrug, and the third was the kind of, um, like, yeah, that, that pink, the pink lady standing. Okay, right, know, right, uh, right. Pink right. skirt. Yeah. Um, though I, I think Auntie 2 said, like, the second look, then it just looked like a... Well, the translation I saw was looked like a food truck. Oh, shit. And I was like, well, I don't know... <laughs> What that is, but that reminds me of when Gia Gunn said someone looked like a fucking dumpster. A dumpster. <laughs> well, you look like a fucking dumpster. Oh, God. <laughs> I love her. When's she coming back? Well, she's on the I know Switch. she's... Yeah, which apparently is never ending. It's like, it's on three days a week. Yeah, it's, it's like never ending. Hours of content. Yeah. It's like the All Right Mary of reality. Oh, it's like God. three hours it's a week like of like the content. worst. And, you know, Grizzly Kiki was trying to recap it. But it just got too, too much. much. So unwieldy. Yeah, yeah. Just like, and, and I think that they came to the conclusion that the judges didn't know how to judge drag. Oh, wow. That, that, that the, that there's so much ingrained in that culture that's kind of wrong mm. that, uh, there's also like problematic, like blackface, like, oh, wow. yeah. Mm. Uh, even Asian jokes, like it's not mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something I'd be curious to see, like, a, a highlights. Episode. Yeah, I would see some highlights or watch, like, the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if I want to invest in, like, hours of content a week. Totally. Yeah. Um, um, Morgan. Yes. Um, this was terribly executed. She just basically kind of, she held flowers, and then she pinned flowers just, like, on her boobs. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to be the first look was holding the flowers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. it looked like... It looked like she was, like, getting married at an all-night chapel in Vegas. Yeah. Well, oh, that's interesting you say that because her third dress looked like a slutty Vegas tight dress. Yeah. I, it was, like, this it, it was this weird interpretation of, like, getting toilet paper stuck to your shoe. <laughs> like, what? Morgan, what are we doing here? But that's an interesting story of play, playing, like, the bride and then, like, the slutty, uh, you know, maid of honor. Right, right. I mean, I wonder, I mean, had she been a comedy queen, had she not been 18 years old, maybe she would have thought of that. But right, she didn't. right. Um, Petra, uh, this I liked. I, I did like this. Oh, and this, I, I originally thought it was Bunny B. Fly. Yeah, I took the note, this was Betty Page to Betty Crocker, back to Betty Page. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. It was that 50s, like... She had that, the bows mm-hmm. as her purse, which I thought was fabulous. Oh, wait, wait, are we... Yeah, okay, no, that is the one that turns into then, like, the floral look. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's right, because the first one is so different. 
Um, it's very Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. pinup girl, and then uh, she's she has the bowls as her purse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the second look is that flowery kind mm-hmm. of like you said, like uh, Betty Crocker. Yeah, and then the third look, she goes into that burlesque bathing suit from the nineteen forties, mm-hmm. kind of like slutty woman. Yeah, and I thought this worked. I yeah, felt I love like this. this. I mean, they were all different, and I think okay, like I think maybe the judges wanted them all to be more in line or more in the same theme. I don't remember what they said. I thought I got the theme, mm-hmm. but you know, I, 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 yeah, this was like top for me. Yeah. I know. I thought it was, I mean, the fact that it was three totally different looks and none of them looked, the one on top didn't look bulky. Right. The one on the bottom didn't look spare. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, Bunny Fly, I did like this theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally got it. This idea that she, Needs to break free. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, she starts with like a lot of makeup, black robes, and then it opens to this like silver poof dress. Mm-hmm. And then, great reveal into the third was oh, this yeah. kind of art-inspired modern color block dress uh, with that kind of interesting makeup on her face. Yeah, yeah. She like took that thing off her head, and she had used some kind of like feather da- duster or something as like kind of part, part of like a headpiece. Yeah. Um, I thought the dress looked. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the judges didn't live for the first and second look. Um, the, sec- yeah. the second one, it's that same style of, like, Alyssa's camera dress. Yes, 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 you know? yes. Right. I think it's like, the- oh, is that how you did it? But the reveal was different for this dress. Like, what, for the third dress? Yeah, like, I think the way, like, Alyssa just kind of dropped it and there was a camera dress. Oh, no, this was kind of, like, peeled off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'd be an interesting, like, comparing gifts of how each of those dresses unfold. Yeah, sure. Um, um, yeah, no, I just appreciated that uh, her her perspective is that she wants to be a part of art. Mm-hmm. That that's where she wants to go. And I think we're going to see that theme throughout the season. Yeah, I think it's cool that she told a story and the color story. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, yeah. That was a smart way to interpret like a runway of like, okay, I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to make sure there's like a visual narrative. Yeah. There's, it's super creative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she doesn't last long, no, uh, which is unfortunate, but uh, I did appreciate this. Yeah. Um, Annie Mae Wong. Now I know what you're going to say. You're going to read her. I didn't say anything. Okay. Um, because she comes out with that Fosse esque kind of black and white, mm-hmm. but she has that, the wicker thing just kind of like tied around her waist mm-hmm. and kind of fashioned to look like a dress. Yeah, I feel like this was, <coughs> it was like the ingredient in the boxes. They're like, okay, well, this is going to be the challenge. Right. What do you, what's a queen going to do with this? Yeah. And if you can do anything with it, I think they're like, okay, great. You made it happen. If you tried to use it and didn't leave it off, you know, because they didn't have to use everything. Right. Um, so I felt like I appreciated what she managed to do with it. As a look, you know, as a first look, it wasn't necessarily cohesive. Right. But I totally admired. I got what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she didn't take that wicker bat apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. surprised she didn't do that. She did kind of just like stick it on herself. Well, I think one of them had said in their talking heads that with the wicker mat, as soon as you start taking it apart, it disintegrates. Oh. And so I think they, you couldn't really do, you couldn't deconstruct it. Oh, I see. Because you could do a whole bunch of stuff with that. You could have a whole rack of shit. A whole rack of shit. Yeah. yeah. A whole mat of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, for her second look, she basically just takes it off. Yeah, she just kind of takes it off. And then that, I love that kind of, yeah, the sort of androgynous, yeah. um, fossy look. And then that reveal Ugh. into the ballroom dress. And she danced. You know, if the judges, I don't know if she should have won this. I was going to say, if the judges on Drag Race US freaked out at anything, the way the judges freaked out at Annie Mae Wong right, dancing. Right, I mean, 
Yeah. That was it. Joy. It was pure joy. You know, we think seeing RuPaul in the workroom talking about everyone's asses is like, the, is like, <laughs> yeah, right. Is like the, We're guiding Yeah, away. it's like, oh my God, there's joy in our hearts. It's like, right. no, this. They're clapping, they're standing up, they're screaming till they're hoarse. Yeah. It's to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's what these bring a horse to water. Yeah, yeah but you can't, <laughs> can't make her get an STD. Yeah, check. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, I feel like, especially this first season, they're also nervous. This is what they deserve. And oh, oh yes. For the first challenge, all of them deserve all the accolades, mm-hmm. all the celebration. Right. For to, sure. to have the the guts to come out here and do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick a top. Um, uh, Annie Mae Wong would have been in it, but I also, I think over her, I probably would have put Amadeva mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, I, I loved, uh, Pichara and I liked Aristotle. Yeah, I, uh, I did too. I think Amadeva might be my favorite one. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I yeah. think so. It was I, super creative. I think that I admire what Annie did. Did but I think the reality she featured the the box yeah, fabric. But that first, I was gonna say that first look, the the mat look was more. I think she got points for figuring something. Yeah, right, out right. Versus what she actually had. Yeah, and then she just gagged them all. I mean, I guess it's kind of like we talk about this with queens. You know, the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Right. If you lack one, but you oversell on the other. Yeah. A, uh, Alyssa can walk out on that runway and she already has points. Yes, yes, because she just has an excess of charisma. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think Annie May's resourcefulness. Right. Yeah. And her willingness, you know? Yeah. Um, Annie wins. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I thought it was interesting how they kind of let the judges kind of read them mm-hmm. and say, on a whole, you know, Auntie 2 was kind of like, uh, I just want more. This was fun, but I want more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, Michelle. Um, right. And then, you know, they were just kind of uh, kind of giving a little bit of praise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they send them all away and they discuss. Yeah, I know. I was, I was surprised. I can't remember if in later episodes they get more direct feedback. Um, but this was kind of... It's kind of, I guess, you know, is a more... Maybe a more gentle way of doing it. It's yeah. Like, we're going to do this in front of you. Right. Um, I was just thinking that maybe Auntie Two is kind of the Michelle, you mm-hmm. know, especially being the aunt. Yeah, there um, you go, Mary. And pushing for more and things right. like that. Uh, yeah, we don't get a lot of direct critiques. Um, and then when they come back, I mean, you know, eight of them, or no, seven of them are safe. Right. And it's like, okay, guys, like, there's no drama here. Yeah, that's true. You know, you have, like, Morrigan, who's just like, you know, this, this, you know, wedding brought to you by Oxycontin situation. And then, uh, (laughs) you've got, you know, Mini Minaj, who's just, I mean, the mosquitoes are getting in. Let's just say the net isn't working because the mosquitoes are getting in. It's been eaten alive out there. Yeah, really. Get a little deep. Oh, deep. Yeah, Yeah, deep. Give me a deep. Yeah, give me a deep. Yeah. Who's in that deep forest shit? Give that deep show that yeah. action. <laughs> don't miss a spot. You don't know where they'll bite. Oh my um, god! So it's kind of like, well, obviously we know who's going to win of these three. Like, oh right. Well, yeah. yeah no, there was no drama. Yeah. So Annie wins, Annie and, wins, and it's great. Yeah. We're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Morgan and Meanie are on the bottom, and they do the entire "Born This Way" song. That is how Drag Race Thailand works. And they I do love it. The whole song. The third verse, too? Oh, yes. This is kind of what we talked about with Shea Coulee. Yeah, Shea Coulee. Earlier in the day. She, she dances to the entire song. That's the whole song. She does the whole song. Oh, third verse, too. Yeah, she does the third verse. Yeah. Yep. Same as the second. <laughs> More or less. But... Um, but, yeah, 
Yeah, so, I mean, this was a clear win for me, for Morgan. I mean, she, her dress keep falling down. She kept pulling mm-hmm. it up, but she strutted. She gave every word. Yeah. It was drama in that face. She was also lip-syncing, whereas Meanie, I don't know if she knew the song. She didn't know the words. She didn't know the words. I don't know if she, she didn't know the words or she didn't know how to emote the words in her face. Because there were parts where she just didn't. I mean, you have to lip sync. We need to see your lips. Yes, you know? right. Um, no, she she did everything she could to cover up her mm-hmm. her mouth when she was using her hands. Yeah, yeah, she she was penetration doing party in the U.S. There you go, man. Turning around, you was using a handkerchief. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting to see them do the whole song, and it does make you think about on Drag Race U.S. how many kind of like dead moments in the lip sync there are. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like. There are because there are moments that even this is edited, of course, but there are moments where you're like, okay, someone ran out of ideas here. They'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, but they ran out of ideas in this moment. Right. And I have to imagine that that happens a lot in these lip syncs. Is that there's parts where the queens just don't do anything exciting, or they do the same thing they just did before. Yeah. And uh. sometimes that's good if you're going to edit the lip sync because then if they see you doing a like Morgan had this kind of like. Celine Dion kind of walking around the stage right, thing with, right. the, with those hands. Yeah. Um, and she did it a few times. Yeah, and she did it a couple times. So this was more edited. They could choose which one of those worked best. Yeah, no, that, it, it certainly helps yeah. to create moments. Um, yeah, and we sent uh, Nini Minaj home. Uh, we don't know what she wrote on the mirror, unfortunately. No. I wonder if uh, any of our listeners who... Uh, just can read that would tell us what mm-hmm. it said. Yeah, and I can check. I know there's threads on the subreddit. They've done like recap threads. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so I can go see what they talked about. Okay. Um, I did think it was interesting, you know, to tie this back to the US version. I felt like uh, before uh, Mini Minaj left, I think some of the advice she was getting about it doesn't need to be about Nikki, it could just be about Mini. You know? Oh, yeah, find yourself. Um, I thought that's so similar to like Derek Barry or Trini K. Bonet. That it's not about the character you're playing, it's about who you are. Right. And I like that kind of, that carryover mm-hmm. from the U.S. version into Thailand. Yeah, that they that they really think drag is an expression of self. Mm-hmm. And that it's not just an illusion or a, uh, an impression mm-hmm. of a woman. That you're right. actually embodying what you think is so amazing about, about women and the strength mm-hmm. that women have that, that comes out in your drag. Yeah, and yeah. if you're just playing like a celebrity illusion, you're kind of selling yourself short. Right. You it's know? just acting yeah. at that point. Yeah. I mean, Fred Armisen does amazing drag because he's bringing out an essence of a certain type of woman. Right. And, and what I feel like underneath Fred Armisen, for example, is there's always this... Um, there's this sensibility or this point of view. I feel like over time I start to understand how he acts as a yeah, drag. right. And the things that he says in drag. And so every performance that he does, I sense that. Like, there's always this... He disappears when he's in drag. He disappears, but there's always, like, the slightest wink. Like, you know... Oh, well, I, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know he always knows what he's doing. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I love that. Fred Armisen on Drag Race, uh, as a guest. Why is he not? Right? My God. Right. Um, so anyway, that's Drag Race Thailand episode one. Yeah. We will um, we will be we will resume our recapping of Drag Race Thailand as soon as season ten is over. That's yes. going to be sometime in July. Yeah, I don't know when this all ends. Yeah, ends. season ten, the finale, I believe, is June twenty eighth. Oh, okay, June twenty seventh. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we might do a kind of. 
closed show in July for season 10, um, but we will resume in July. So, Marius, if you have any thoughts, any thoughts at all on Drag Race Thailand, season one, episode one, uh, please let us know. You can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com, or you can find us uh, via email at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me at at Colin Drucker on Twitter, and uh, you can find more of both of us on patreon.com backslash allrightmary if you want to become a Matreon. Uh, We just recently did Welcome to the Dollhouse, and because we missed a week, we're actually doing two episodes this week. We're going to be doing 9 to 5 and My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. So, you know, if your biological clock is ticking like this, then get on board at patreon.com backslash allrightmary. What are you, a fucking world traveler? Oh, you blend. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, <clears throat> if you're into what we're doing, then you should head over to iTunes and let other potential Marys know that this is a podcast worth their time, talent, and energy. All right, Mary. Well, uh, we have a last chance lip sync. Uh, I don't know if we ever really got to honor... Uh, the late Dolores from the Cranberries. Oh, that was the first tape I ever owned, was the Cranberries. Oh. Yeah. Um, so we, we're leaving you with this last chance lip sync of Zombie mm. by the Cranberries. Uh, and we hope you enjoy it, and we hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, we will see you next time for the next installment of Season 10, RuPaul's Drag Race. It's not me, it's not my fan.